Welcome to the Breaks Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, your boy is back. Johnny is back in the building. I apologize for being out last week. But uh, you are now tuned in to the Breaks Radio. Be real, excel as King should. I am joined by uh, my power brothers here, uh, CEO Hayes. What's up? And Baylor is back as well. What's good, Baylor? How y'all doing out there? Yeah, man. Look, let's let's just let's just get straight to the shits. Um, NYPD is out here wild, like even more than they normally do. Like they are completely fucked up out here. Um. Uh, NYPD police chief, if I'm not mistaken, uh, his last name is Gonzalez, ordered his staff, ordered the NYPD officers to shoot 50 Cent on site. What is really going on here? <laughs> <laughs> like, this is <laughs> my thing is, is in reading this, like, I you would expect that 50's like done some hit other than trolling people like he normally does and just being entertaining in the 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 troll god he really hasn't done much so why what has 50 cent done to deserve to be shot on site like I, if this was takashi 69 okay it's still wrong but i can understand it but 50 been chilling for the most part listen i have no idea like this is crazy like i, I literally have nothing for this like the, the police are supposed to protect and serve and this is one of the biggest like police forces in america and you're telling your officers to shoot one of the prominent figures in hip hop on site. We already, as a community, we already don't trust the police. What makes you think this is going to make it any better? Like this is crazy. Like it's nuts. Not not that he needed to do this because with Fifty being a black man already, if he was to get shot by the police, it would be questioned. But now you just made it a thing to where if he does get shot in New York, everybody's going to get questioned. Yeah. Literally, like the whole, oh my God, oh, this is crazy. Now, I will say from what I read, some of his, I guess some of the NYPD officers are the one that actually, I, I guess, told the media, like broke the story. So I guess 50 has like friends in the NYPD, like because they actually told that the chief actually said this. If they wouldn't have said anything, nobody, nobody probably would have known it. Um, but then like it's really like joke all jokes aside, this is really like problematic. Like this is not okay. Like how I'm I'm wondering why this police chief isn't like hasn't been suspended or some other bullshit. Cause that's that's un it's unacceptable. Like it's just not okay. Well, well it did come out also, today that I'm he actually was suspended. So the police officer oh, ordered this, he actually was he did get suspended. Oh, okay. okay, I missed that. Well, okay, well, good. That's great then. Now, what's next though? Cause that that's like a threat, right? Like that has to be something like they can't be legal. They can't can't just say, hey, when you see this person, go shoot them. Like yeah. something has to be something else has to be done. Yeah. Uh, Baylor, my fault. I, I, I kind of talked over you there. What were you about to say, brother? Oh, no, my bad. I was going to say maybe a lawsuit is coming. Oh, absolutely. Even be surprised. Yeah. You know, so um, I get and you know how I, I guess, you know, back in the day, we used to clown 50 Cent for having uh cops and, and, and things like that on the payroll well i guess it's a good thing <laughs> right <laughs> right looking out for him because this is literally a matter of life and death yeah like what if somebody would have shot him like what if one of the you know nypd officer would have shot him like and then they tried to play it off and say he was just joking oh, even that's not, if, a, that's not a joke exactly exactly even if it was a joke that's not some shit you say like you just don't do that at all it's ridiculous. I just did a little research. So it actually the uh, police officer, the commander who ordered this shoot 50 on site, uh, he actually filed harassment against 50 because 50 threatened him on Instagram. So that's where all this started from. 50 threatened him on Instagram? On Instagram. I'm just, I'm just, get the strap. That's what he said. <laughs> That's, <all. laughs> That's what it said. Yes, oh, okay. <laughs> we said, know what that he, means, but all he, right. he accused Gonzalez of shaking down the owner of a club, and 50 Cent wrote to him, get the strap. So I guess his response to that was, I'm going to get the strap, shoot this motherfucker. <laughs> 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 but no, real talk, though, 
for a police officer to take something like that, so such offense to the fact you gotta, and he's the commander. It's not like he's just a police officer. You gotta order people to shoot this man on sight because of get, he probably didn't know what get the strap meant. Like he honestly probably took it as Fifty Cent really was about to threaten. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, man. That's it's uh, it's just ridiculous and. And this is just how my brain works. Like, I hear the name Gonzalez. I automatically think this is a Hispanic person. It's like, he knows the black people and Hispanic people struggles. Why would you tell these people that work for you to shoot him? Like, that's not that's not okay. Like, that's crazy. Well, it's the same thing. Like, sometimes the black police officers are worse than the white ones. Ugh, this is true. This is this is also true because uh, in some communities, believe it or not, even out here in L.A., it's, there's a lot of, uh, quote unquote, privileged Hispanics that grew up in certain areas that didn't grow up with the Hispanics that I grew, grew up with. Man, Ugh. I, I, I got I got nothing else, man. It's just as a, as a member of law enforcement, like that's not something you could joke with and he should know he should have known the ramifications of him saying such words like you just you just can't you can't do that can't do it you know he could have he could have been on our side and responded in a better way like we got the straps a lot of <laughs> right yeah like if it really was a joke you know jokingly say like you just said like we got straps like don't say go shoot 50 cent on site yeah don't say that yeah man. that's yeah fuck it let's move on <laughs> Well, this next topic. Uh, so we originally talked about this uh, when the news broke about Jesse Smollett being attacked. Um, at that time, I believe the reports were by uh, MAGA followers and a noose was tied around his neck. Well, over the course of the last couple of weeks, this story has completely broken down. So it turns out that uh, it was actually two Nigerian brothers um, who did this. They were arrested by police, taken into custody, later released without any bond, just released, which automatically threw some questions in the air. Um, And this has, they got the brothers on video buying the rope that was tied around his neck. Um, But they said that Jesse Smollett paid them to do this. As it turns out, Jesse Smollett had received a threatening letter um, about his race and being homophobic. And his network did nothing about it. So the way that it seems now is that he cooked this all up um, to get gain attention and to force people to do things. He's actually now been charged with a felony that can carry a minimum of three years in prison if he's if he's actually charged with this. Um, the way that it that it's worked out is that he he still denies any role, but the brothers that uh, did this have completely cooperated with the police, and it's all falling down around Jesse Smollett's head. This is just a bad situation, man. So, so he did receive a letter, a threatening letter, but he orchestrated the attack on himself. Is that what I'm gathering here? Yes. Yeah. So he got a letter. He brought it to what? Because uh, I don't even watch Empire anymore. It airs on Fox, right? Yeah. He brought it to the network heads at Fox. They didn't do anything about it. This was his response. It didn't catch fire like he thought it was. So he said, "Oh, you know what? Let me. Uh, I'll show you." But see, the thing is now with this. Who's to say he didn't send that letter to himself? Wait, say it again. I'm saying with him doing orchestrating all this, that letter may even be false. Like this calls everything into question. Mm. <laughs> See, I didn't, th- I didn't think about, I didn't think about that. And this also stems from the fact that there has been, uh, I guess, uh, a word that he's been written, he's going to be written off the show. So that could be, you know, that could be something as well. Yo, yeah, so if they, he did this because he getting he's getting written off the show, like he's just a terrible like actor. Like people get written off shows every day. Well, no, no, like, I think I think what Bell is saying is that they are writing him off of the show because of this. They actually took four scenes out from the newest oh, episode because of all was that was, was actually both. I, I've heard that he was going to be uh, written off the show, period, oh. and that because of what he's doing now, they t- they've taken off certain parts. That's crazy. Damn. He just need to just like um the little girl from Family Matters that went upstairs and never came back down. down. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they do with him. (laughs) Cause this is like like I this this is so crazy. I'm I'm thinking about the other side here. Like, can you imagine like people from like Fox News taking this? Like he just he lied about 
white men and make America great again hats attacking him, but it's all a lie. Can you just imagine how Fox News is going to spin that in the, like from now on? Like anytime there's an actual hate crime that happens, how they can say, oh, this hate crime might have been, you know, might have been false or might have been a lie all because this one incident of Jesse Smollett, like it's much bigger than him just lying. Like this has other ramifications as well. Yo, he lied all the way down to the actual sandwich. I heard it wasn't even a sandwich there. I heard it was a salad. (laughs) Like, this is why I'm mad because of the details. The the, the hat didn't even say MAGA on it. It was just a red hat. Jesus Christ, man. Come on, man. I'm snitching too. Like, I'm a part of... I'm I'm telling. I'm telling. I'm telling because it's stupid. It is stupid. How you lie and say it was two white men and you got the complete opposite of two white men, two Nigerian brothers. Like, that's the complete opposite. How do you lie about that? <laughs> and they're going to be the last ones to do something. Come on, man. I'm mad. I'm telling <laughs> like, you. This is, this is ridiculous, man. And then I, I still see people, well, let's still wait until all the evidence comes out and no, it could that. still be the truth. No, it's not the <laughs> truth. Like, it's not. I, I appreciate, you know, how hard we go for our own people sometimes, but we also need to equally call out when when people on some bullshit. The thing with this is, is that honestly, um, this is really just a bad look. And it, period, like this man, he's black and he's homosexual. And so, like, to use both of those things and to lie about them, and I'm not saying that it should happen. I'm not saying that I agree with it. But the ne- the time that this does happen to someone for real, there's automatically going to be some disbelief in it just because yep. of this. Period. Point. Yep. But it's not right. But that's what's going to happen. I agree. And, I, the, fa- and the fact and the fact that there's people out there that are saying, "Well, let's hope this actually did happen to him, so he won't look that stupid." Nah, we way past that. Nah, I see how big those Nigerian cats is. They didn't whoop your ass enough. I'm sorry. And this man was did a whole interview in which he cried and he said he fought the fuck back. Listen, if these two, if these two motherfuckers came for me, listen, I'm just I'm letting you know right now. I'm gonna go to out. I'm gonna swing, but they got me. And you, they, they like it's real talk. I'm not even going like fake the funk. They got me. Two of them. One of them. I I can I can finagle it. Two of them, nah, bro. It ain't happened. Yep, yeah. The amount of the amount of shit that he added on first, he's doubling down. He's the gay Tupac. You know what I mean? He Yo. fought back. Oh, I forgot he said that. <laughs> what would possess you to say some shit like that? Like hey. Pac-, <laughs> Pac is either he's either rolling around in his grave or he's in another country pissed off right now. <laughs> One or the other. <laughs> Maybe both. But um and the thing, the thing with this too is like, um, this. I don't know if he expected to get this big. Like, if he just lie on top of lie and it just blew up bigger than what he thought he did, it was going to. But this is some shit. Like, we should, we can seriously see. We already saw Takashi Six Nine taken down. Now we can see somebody taken down by their own lies. Maybe this would be a sign to people to stop faking the funk. Like all, like all this stuff that people do for this attention. Maybe this would be a step in the right direction if we're gonna pull some type of positive out of it. Stop doing that shit stop it it's like why this this could not have been all because he was getting written off like i re- now that i refuse to believe like well, his album had- dropped and did double plastic so it could be <laughs> like there was a time like empire's first season if he would have dropped the album it would have been one of the biggest things he dropped an he album that people, that people were waiting years for didn't make a buzz. Didn't to say that you're going to get written off the show that's your bread and butter. Maybe he just panicked, man. I'm not excusing it, but maybe that's what it was. But it's like, I'm assuming he's had a like a really big role in Empire. So I would imagine to get written off of it, other opportunities would have presented themselves. But now you just dug yourself in a... A humongous hole, like, and you going, you probably going to jail. Like, you not gonna be able to work. You are not gonna be able to act again for real. Probably yeah, nobody's gonna buy. Be, be worried about his fucking freedom. Fuck acting like shit. Right, right. Like all because you, all because you lied. One of the and, most dumb lies ever. And don't blame this on mental health either. Oh my god, you know it's coming. You know it's coming. I heard. I re- I think I read somewhere he hired a crisis management team. So you know the mental health thing is coming. It has to be. Like, what other way would they be able to try to get out of this? Yeah, and he hired def- a defense attorney when the brothers were arrested and released. Keep in mind, once they were released, 
you knew that something was up. But he hired a defense attorney the day that they were released. If you know you didn't do anything wrong, you're not going to hire a defense attorney. Right. <laughs> and he's doing a lot of hiring. <laughs> Shit, and them empire checks from the stop. So I don't know how you're going to pay. Unless you just got a hell of a savings. I know he ain't making money off music. Yeah, man. All right. That's that's fucked up. <laughs> like, it's it's just ridiculous. Like, I don't know. I, don't, I got nothing else, man. I got nothing. Yeah. All right. So we're going to take a quick break and uh, we'll, we'll be back on the other side of that. Welcome to Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Go, go, Power Ranger. Yeah, this is the Black Ranger. It's me, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. It's Ash Ketchum in his bed. <laughs> I am the Eric J. Only known as the Eric J. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real-life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The gentleman. Also known as K. Diddy. Take that, take that. But better known as the people's Jabroni. <laughs> and that's us. I mean, we four friends coming together every week to talk about the biggest stories in sports with our own flair to it. Let me tell you. You ain't never heard a sports podcast that's entertaining before. Damn straight. So check us out every Wednesday. Get at us. Yeah. It's 50, a.k.a. Ferrari F50. Break it down. I got a lot of living to do before I die. And I ain't got time to waste. Let's make it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Um, let's talk beef. Let's talk a little beef here. Um, we all know Gucci was out here tripping with the with the turtleneck blackface joint. Um, and Mayweather expressed that he still likes Gucci. Like he's still going to wear Gucci. I think he was filmed going into the Gucci store. He was asked about it. Um, but T.I. has a response for him. Now, these two have had beef in the past, if I'm not mistaken, over Tiny or am I tripping? Was it something else? It, was over, it, it was over Tiny and a fat yeah. burger. Yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So so these two have had beef in the past, but T.I. actually released a diss track, Fuck N-Word. Y'all know I don't like the N-Word, but Fuck N-Word, um, aimed at Floyd Mayweather. Um, let's. What, what's you guys' initial thoughts on the track? It was a good track. <laughs> it was good. I just, I just didn't understand. Like, like it was a. It, you did it towards a person. Not only is he a boxer, but you know his grade level. You know this, so it's not like he can actually come back unless he's making the track. Now we probably won't get that until July. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Listen. Um, Mayweather needs to just pay somebody else to diss him. You remember that time that like Eminem's mom paid a, a band to diss Eminem? Like y'all, do y'all remember that? That's what Mayweather needs to do because we know Mayweather doesn't know enough enough words to uh, rap a, a full bar, much less a, a whole track. But this track was fire. Like it, it was a good, it was a solid diss track. And it's like Ti was waiting for that moment ever since the tiny shit. First of all, let's not forget there was video of Ti not even backing down from Mayweather. So obviously he's not even afraid of them hands. He was ready for this for for a reason to diss Mayweather. Like Ti is a is a fucking G. like he's the ultimate G because again we know Floyd is undefeated in boxing matches. Being a professional boxer, you have to like you can't like get into fights unless it's in a boxing ring i'll be i'm listen i'm not going up against mayweather i don't give a fuck if he can't read i'm not i'm not, I'm not thank doing you that shit. thank you johnny thank you i'm, like, I'm glad i'm glad you said that I'm, I'm i'm so glad you said that because apparently some of my close friends in the chat room said well this is a street fight no 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 he knows exactly where the sock you at okay and if you now unless you're gonna use some objects okay i understand but there were some objects used at that fat burger, and apparently it didn't <laughs> connect. Okay, so the only no, no, way no. you beat Mayweather is with a gun, and y'all yeah. like ten feet away from each other. Like if Mayweather hit me once, I'm out. Like, and and it shouldn't even get that far. It Listen, should not get that far. 
And the fact of the matter is, is that Conor McGregor is a bad motherfucker in the fighting realm. He couldn't do shit with Mayweather in the ring. I ain't trying to do, fight Mayweather in no circumstance. No, I'm not. It's not like like Johnny said. I'm I'm getting the strap. That's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> so I shit. Kudos to Ti for even rekindling a beef with him. Um, but I this track is fire. Like it is. Did it this is. track or this track or not? This song is dope. And like, had he just dropped this without it being connected to Mayweather, it would still be a great song, and it still has. It's, it has a a four forty four vibe to it, like that's a fact. Yeah, like, like I like I like that comparison. Yeah, like I like I I enjoy it. This is the type of pocket he needs to be in if he wants to like continue to do music, like the mature. I'm on my grown shit. Like this is what we probably should do as a community. Like I, I like this Ti. This Ti is fire. But but Jay, it's one thing that you missing. It's one point that you didn't that you, that you didn't mention. Yeah. Mayweather doesn't understand the track. He can't understand the track. T.I. said, you owe the, gener- the generation after you. They are the ones you created. He don't understand what that means. So, to me, I like it, but it was somewhat pointless. Only because he don't understand it, too. He can't respond to it. So, it's like, you know, the, 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 we know what's coming next. If he does respond to it, it's going to be a TMZ video, and he's going to be going into another store, or it's going to be at his house next to his 28 cars or his watches. <laughs> I can't honestly, tell time on because they aren't digital. Right, exactly. Mm. And that's a whole that's a whole other story. But <laughs> I I feel like because Mayweather hasn't responded yet, I don't think he's going to. Yeah, y'all think he's gonna respond? What's he gonna say? The only way Mayweather can respond is by going to find Ti and punching. That's the only way he can respond. Yeah, and that's a lawsuit, <laughs> right? No, literally, like he he can't legally hit somebody unless it's in a boxing ring, right? Like, isn't yeah. that like a yeah? That's he, like those it, hands. Those hands are registered. Right. Oh my god, that's nuts. Um, so I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call an audible here, right? I'm gonna skip to Michael Rappaport and Meek Mill since we're talking about beefs. Um, so Meek Mill performed at All Star Weekend, and Michael Rappaport was in attendance and had some choice words for for Meek Mill. Um, he called him trash and said that he couldn't rap on beat. Now. Let me ask y'all this. When did Michael Rappaport become a person to give hip hop critiques? Like why why is why does he feel that he can do this? We never stopped him. It's our fault. We approved of him when he was in Friday and we just let him go after that. He's uh he has a podcast. He's you know, he's had plenty of guests on there. Um and not only that, is is the fact that he he somewhat just put himself into the hip hop culture by being around by just, you know, making his videos, his little videos and things like that. And we never said anything about it. Um, I don't see this right here doesn't make any sense because like 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 we said last show, we wanted to see certain artists. Uh, come together, you know, uh, a la Nikki and, uh, and and Cardi B, and it was, and I also said that it was refreshing to see Drake and Meek together again. So for him to bring that up, I man, this this all goes back to clout chasing, I guess. Like, I I think you're right. Like, we as a culture, as a hip hop community, we never for some for some reason we accepted him. But like, what has he done to be accepted? He doesn't rap. Is is he a comedian? Like, what does he do? Is he a comedian? Like, I don't even know what he does. He's a New Yorker, so that's you know. stupid. And I don't, I don't care. You're married to a black woman. That doesn't mean shit. You're still white, so clearly you still don't have a concept of what being on beat means. Like, you can't, you can't do this type of shit. Like, I've never really liked him at all. I just tolerated him just because he's in, like, he's in the circles that I. I guess I tune into, but it's like I never, I never really liked him, and now I just, it's like fuck him, fuck Michael Rappaport, honestly. I, I mean, he was in, he was in important movies that we watched. You know what I mean? Uh, I never really fully forgave him for shooting Tyra Banks. You know what I mean? So <laughs> that I, let's just start there. But once he got chased by the dog as a mailman in Friday, I was like, all right, cool. Uh, but he was also that he was also that white guy at the barbecue where he, where y'all was like, how did he get in? Uh, you know, he 
I guess he cool, but we never really said why. Well, exactly. I, let me let me add to that because I understand where you guys are coming from, but more so than the jokes, more so than the movies, Michael Rappaport has always been someone who's vocalized and come out talking about like when the black people were getting shot, he was using his Instagram to speak out about it. So he has been an ally to more than just our movies. Does that still give you the right to call out Milk Mill? Fuck no. 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 But I just I just do want to point out that counterpoint. He's done, yes, he's been in a lot of our movies. Yes, he's made jokes. Yes, he's a hip-hop head. He's been on all the shows. But at a time where there weren't white people standing up and talking about the attack on black men during that summer when we were just getting shot like crazy, he mm-hmm. was one of the ones to speak out on it. He's been one of the ones to speak out against Donald Trump. He did it against Bush as well. So he has speak, used this platform to speak out against injustices in the past. I agree with that. And I pre- I appreciate that, but I still don't think that that gives him a pass to critique hip hop. Oh, not at all. But, what, but, oh. but when you look at it, what he just said, the way he just broke everything down as far as him uh, coming to our defense, using his platform on top of him being a loud New Yorker. That's I mean, that's basically what it is. And if we don't see it as a, as a somewhat of a pass, he believes that because nobody else has checked him on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, yeah, but call, like I'm I'm not the biggest Meek Mill fan, but I respect what he does. But to just outright call him trash, like, come on, seriously. Wow. Especially after the after the album he just dropped and after the year he had once he got out of prison last year. Like, that's you can't like that's crazy. That's nuts. That's nuts. And to say that he raps off beat, really, sir. The first thing I see when I look at you is you being white. Like you can't. I mean, I mean Meek Mill does he does rap off beat sometimes. He he really does. But a trash rapper, not by any. It's the growth that Meek Mill has shown as an artist. Nah, man, he's not a trash rapper. Yeah, I've seen grow. I'm not a fan at all. And I can tell. I can tell you, I've successfully has not listened to a whole Meek Mill album. Have I listened <laughs> to certain tracks? Yes. But have I listened to the old album all the way through? His last one, I did because I knew there was going to be some growth. But don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. When I think of Meek Mills, I think of <laughs> Yeah, it, it's been hard for me to get past like the screaming on the track. Like I I still don't understand that. Like you can't rap in a regular rapper voice. You have to yell. I don't know. But he can still rap though. It's still not worse than Big Sean voice to me. But that's you know. the worst. Yeah. That's the worst in hip hop right now, in my opinion. <laughs> right. Mm. <clears throat> oh, I think Big Sean coming out with some shit this year, though. He been too quiet. Yeah, I know, right? Too luckily, quiet. He missed, luckily, he missed the seven-track album phase. <laughs> like, <laughs> did, did y'all, Have y'all, and this is a complete tangent, but like, have y'all noticed he's like not said anything regarding good music or Kanye or anything like nah, in like two years it's, since, it's, he, it's since he dropped his last album? Yeah. So I wonder if he like trying to get off the label or if he's just like, y'all tripping or I don't know. It could be that, or he could be strategically just watching everything and seeing what he could do, and not and watching everybody's move and knowing what not to do. Also true. Speaking of good music, I did see Saha. He posted something on Instagram today that said his album is coming. So we'll we'll, oh, we'll see what that's about. Wait a second. Oh wait wait wait, Big Sean. I don't know. I haven't got a chance to fact check. This is just me doing my research on the fly. But it looks like something came out about six months ago that Big Sean may be leaving good music and going to Rock Nation. So maybe that's what's happening. Mm, okay. Okay. Mm, that's that's kind that's kind of like a that's kind of like a KD leaving OKC to go to go. All right. All right. Mm, what does that what does that do for his career though? Like, does it make it better? It might be different um production um advice from different people you know different um you know uh what do you call it uh marketing the marketing definitely um having that rock nation machine behind you we've seen what like rock nation does not even is just a label like their whole management side of things like there there are every rock nation artist besides jim jones is marketed amazing Uh different writers oops (laughs) (laughs) oh you don't think big sean write it write his own Right, right for himself. Oh, I'm not saying that he don't write for himself, but I'm saying he might get different help. I'm not, I don't think I don't think there's anybody out there that's writing their own lyrics besides Pusha and Blueface. <laughs> oh, God. We have successfully I'm... avoided talking about Blueface on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know. 
Is that the Tatiana or Tatiana? Hey, don't worry about it. We ain't got a bird on it. We, we don't. We don't have to. I just know the name. I couldn't. I couldn't name you a song. Yo, but Cardi B, my uh, my fantasy baby mama, did do a hell of a job on a remix. I must say that. So. That is an absolute fact. <laughs> Wait a minute. First, first of all, you said my fantasy baby mama. I, I like that. That's a, <laughs> that term is fire. Now, did y'all talk about this last week? Did y'all hear the? Nicki Minaj remix of that. Yes, we talked about the the okay. one of the yeah. yeah it's just white. <laughs> oh my god, what the fuck is Nicki doing? She Back needs to just she needs to just be quiet for like a year and a half and then come back because anything she does now is just going to be terrible. It's going to be terrible. All right, let's take let's take another break and uh, we'll be back. We'll we'll be back. Yo, this your boy Flo Seven Hundred. What's good, everybody? It's your guy Fresco, and we are the, the podcast, podcast brothers. Dig? Yeah. Hey, what is our show about? Actually, our show is about a little bit of everything, man. It's not just one thing, but it's a little bit of this. Right. It's a like a little oh. bit of that. Oh my goodness, no. You like that song? No, not from you. What song is that? I don't know. It don't matter. It. it doesn't matter what song that is. <laughs> well, that's what our show is about. It's about two brothers kicking the shit. Real life the real brothers. Real life brothers. Obviously not by choice. And if you know how brothers get down, you know how we give it up. We don't agree on nothing. And that's what it's like on a podcast show. It makes for a healthy debate, makes for good dialogue, and it keeps the the listener interested as well because it's real brotherly shit. Episodes drop every Sunday. Every Sunday, every platform, you can get a podcast that the podcast brothers is dead. You did. Chill. Why do I feel so alone? Like everybody passing through the studio is in character as if he acting out a movie role. Talking bullshit as if it was for you to know. And I don't have a heart to get these bitch niggas the cue to go. So they stick around kicking out feedback. And I entertain it as if I need that. I had a talk with my uncle and he agreed that. My privacy about the only thing I need back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for sticking with us. You are tuned into the Breaks Radio. Um... J. Cole performed during the uh, halftime of the NBA All-Star game. Uh, did you guys watch the performance at all? I saw it, unfortunately. Yeah, I watched it. I watched, I, You know, and I watched it for one reason or one reason only. I wanted to see if they was going to get it right. Mm, so, uh, okay, let's get these Let's get these takes. Baylor, what you got? Let's, see, let's hear what you got first. Well, I, when, when he was introduced, I tweeted the NFL immediately. And I said, see? See how they got it right? <laughs> Everything they did was and now look, I'm not saying that the performance was uh awesome or anything like that. I'm just saying they got it right. They didn't go they you know, they 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 didn't go to Atlanta to uh to to grab an artist or go to Texas to grab an artist to do uh, a performance in their home state or in a, in their city or whatever. They 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 went to a homer. You know what I'm saying? They they um they marketed everything correctly. You know what I'm saying? They, they had Curry, they had J Cole, and they had the uh, they had Kimba, and they highlighted them. And that's what they were supposed to do. That's dope. Uh, Hayes, what, what you think about the halftime performance? I mean, I I agree with what what Baylor said. It it it. The meaning behind it all made sense. Um, the the presentation was all point. The fact that he had on a Hornets starter jacket, which we all had, uh, mm-hmm. it all made sense. But there was something about like I've seen J Cole live before, and he usually has more energy than this. Like I, while I understand the, the 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 idea behind it was good, him as an artist, him his singular performance was just not good to me. I did I didn't like it. Just my opinion. I know it's only an NBA halftime show, but it, it just kind of was nothing. Hayes, did you see him before or after the dreads? Oh, way Dude, that's before. Way valid. Before. That's that a valid be, question. That, that might be the difference because he was. He, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't necessarily say hungry. I would just say he was younger. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a, you got a good point there. Now, I at first, so he first he started his perform he started his performance with middle child which i thought at first i was like why did he do this like this is terrible but after watching the entire performance and thinking back on it it was actually a pretty good performance for j cole i don't think any other artist could have done that performance and it had been good um baylor eggs like did you see j cole before or after the dreads like this is clearly j cole after the dreads like 
dreads hanging free form free locked or whatever the, however that shit is called like this is j cole and his true element like when pokemon get to their final evolution this is <laughs> this is j cole right now like this is j cole's final evolution and i i really enjoyed it and one thing that i noticed i remember seeing j cole tweet if like if any of his fans wanted tickets to that performance, you know, go and sign up, register or something. So all of those people that were on the court during the performance were his actual fans. And I actually found a comment on the uh, the video of the performance on YouTube. And the comment is, well, let, let me just read it. It says, let me I want to explain to y'all why J. Cole is the GOAT. When they asked him to do a ha- do the halftime show. He said he would only do it on his terms. All those people on the court were all free tickets. He wanted his actual fans to be a part of the show. Now we had to wait over five hours in another building, standing most of the time. And he felt bad about us having to wait all that time for just 10 minutes of the show. So he decided to do a private concert after the game at another venue. And of course, that was free also. The whole Dreamville team performed and Wale made an appearance as well. Yeah, there's actual footage on Twitter uh, right. of, of that private, uh, which it's not really private if they someone showed it, but yeah. that's dope. That's, <laughs> that's dope. fire. Like, that's that's dope as hell. Like, what other artists do you know that would do that? Like, that's, that's so dope of J. Cole to do that shit. And I could tell that the people on the court during his halftime performance, I could tell those were his real fans because a lot of those people were actually singing the words to these songs. So it was like I I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the performance. I I thought it was great. I thought it was for J Cole. I thought it was perfect. I don't think any other artist could have pulled that type of performance off. No, because Meek Mill did perform, <laughs> <laughs> and as you can see, uh, Rappaport did not like it. So right, you know what I mean. And, and this is why J Cole will go down as a Tim Duncan of hip hop, uh, which is kind of a joke, but at the same time, the most accurate player that you can compare him to yo that's like i agree like this i haven't that's heard that before now. and i like i really think that's a great comparison well yeah i mean yo. he's at he, he's at his he at his peak and i think j cole will go down as a legend it's just he will it's just not it's not exciting like hey you say <laughs> but, <laughs> but but there's a lot of nutrients of what he's giving out so you know boring but effective yep. i like it that's that's all I like. Speaking that. speaking of performances, I know we talked about this before uh, with the whole Fifty Cent thing, but there was someone. Uh, and this has nothing to do with J Cole, but there was a Ja Rule <laughs> concert, Ja Rule and Ashanti concert, and a guy took his woman there, and it was like all on Twitter one day. Five people came to the show. Tickets were twenty dollars. Five people. So just just I, I just had to throw that out there. How did you even stumble upon that? Like, how do you find that? Bro, you I'm old. You know, I'm always doing research. No, I'm always doing <laughs> research. Like literally, I don't know where I was, but like this guy was in. Uh, it was on the coolie. That's what it is. It's a, it's a um, uh, hip hop forum, and the guy was in there. He was like, "I'm at this Ja Rule concert, and it's empty." And the people were like, "There's no way a Ja Rule concert is empty." And the guy was like, he put it in his Twitter. He was like, "Go look at my Twitter page." Literally, it was like a private show because there were like five people there spread all out. Now, do we think this had anything to do with the Fire Festival? <clears throat> documentaries or do we just think people not trying to see Ja Rule I don't know and then you, you hear that he's going to do another festival he's trying to put he's together going, another music festival he's going to try again <laughs> <laughs> like, it's too soon now, bro granted, the documentaries just came out bro it's too soon that's true now granted Ja Rule wasn't in much of the planning of the festival that is like he yeah. now the stuff is just being ran by him now, if Ja Rule plans it himself, has a better opportunity to be successful. Now, hopefully he doesn't try to do it on the scale that the Fire Festival was. Like, he doesn't need to go to an island. He doesn't need to try to get villas and tents and shit. He don't need to do that. He need to do this shit somewhere in, the, in America where he knows people can travel to relatively cheap and have a good experience. Like, don't go find an island in another country. Don't do that. Yeah. But Johnny, the damage is already done. This is like Bow Wow all over again. It's it's because of what has happened in your past that it it doesn't matter. 
It, it it doesn't matter. As soon as something pops up and, and Ja Rule is attached to it, because of what 50 has done to him, because of what has happened with that, that fire fest, it's, it's just, bro, you got a lot to get. You probably got to get some cast to sign on with this and put it out on. Your marketing has to be phenomenal. Right, right. You know, you have to actually have cats go on IG, IG Live, uh, uh, Twitter and actually say, yeah, I'm going to be a part of this and probably show the goddamn contract. That is hey, a fact. Yeah, you might be right. You might be right. Look, I mean, I'm not going, but I <laughs> oh, mean, no. there may be some social media influence influencers that want to be, you know, involved. I don't know. You know how this, you know how this generation of people are, but I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see if he actually goes through with it. Like I want to know where it's going to be, who's going to be on the lineup. Like, what? So you guys, you guys don't think it has the potential to be successful at all? Is that what I'm hearing? No, Johnny. I paid fifty six dollars to go see the locks in L.A. and I actually shook hands with Jada, Styles, and Sheik. Mm -hmm. I paid fifty six dollars to do that. Okay, and that was the VIP. Which if I would have paid. $20 $20 less and got there early, which I did. I could have been in front of the stage where they perform. Ja Rule is at the point where if he's charging anything over $56, come on, bro. I don't know. No, I met my legends already. And and, and I consider them better than you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, no, not at all. Well, I mean, those are two different sub-genres of hip-hop. So, now I can... I'm I'm that versatile where I can enjoy a lock show, but I can also go enjoy a Ja Rule and Nashanti show. Like, cause ja, now, truth be told, Ja Rule and Nashanti got hits. Me and Hayes have talked about this before. But, yeah, but it, are you are you paying to go see Ja Rule or are you just going to pay to see Ashanti? I mean, if they both there, I'm going to pay to see them both, but I ain't paying over a certain amount. Hell no. I, but I'm I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm just paying to go look at her. I'm not oh, paying <laughs> to hear Ja Rule. And I, I, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it at all. But of course, I'm going to enjoy looking at Ashanti. But I'm also going to be singing those hips, those thighs. Yeah, I'm going to be singing that shit. Like I, might that. Have to take, I might have to take my wife with me because I'm going to be looking a little too hard and she's just going to have to right. understand. <laughs> me mugging everybody else, like <laughs> dancing with each other and shit. That's funny. <laughs> I'm completely sidetracked this with Ja Rule talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Um, all right, so let's 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 move to the next topic here. Um Drake. Drake has released so far gone to streaming services for the 10-year anniversary. Um it actually debuted at number six on the billboard charts. Uh for it to be a 10-year-old mixtape, clearly it stood the test of time. Um I, this is a great feat. Um, do you guys remember? First of all, have you guys? I'm sure you guys have heard like the entire so far gone project, right? Absolutely. You remember where you guys were when you first heard it? Um, I'm pro- I'm probably the only outsider on this one. I I don't remember where I was. I remember that someone to- said Drake from Degrassi or whatever his <laughs> name was there dropped a mixtape and it was decent. I listened to it. I was like, damn. <laughs> Right. <laughs> okay. Uh that boy rapping. Um so yeah, I mean I have fond memories of So Far Gone. I know that Take Care is can definitely considered a classic, which it is, but So Far Gone if it makes any sense is age better in my opinion. Uh I can't so confession, right? Now, I was a sophomore in college. Girl I was talking to at the time, she was like, "Oh, you need to listen to this guy Drake." I'm like, "Who do, who the hell is Drake? I never heard of this cat." So she sent me the YouTube link to say what's real. So I listened to it. I was like, no, nah, this shit fire. Who the fuck is this? And she told me it was this cat from Degrassi. Now, I vague, at the time, I had vaguely remembered Degrassi. I may have seen like a couple episodes. That was like that, that teen show, like kids in high school. She was like, yeah. And I was like, well, I'm glad I listened to the track first. Um, so then I started, I start, you know, started listening to him. It's like, Hey, this kid, he kind of cold. Like if he continues like this, like he'll be one of the greatest and look where we are now. Right. Um, so, for, so yeah, man. So, so far gone, like I, I was a sophomore in college and 10 years later, it's still a great mixtape, like still a great mixtape. He said it sounded like an album and it still sounds like an album. Like I, I enjoyed it. I, I, and I, I still enjoy it now. Um, what's you guys' favorite track from 
from so far going. I, I won't be any help to this, so I might have to let Hayes go oh. first. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! I, you've never listened to So Far Gone? I, if you, all right, I must explain the history between me and Drake. Um, I'm not a Drake fan at all. Now I have grown to I have grown to respect his career, but I I I am the guy who chose James Morrison album uh, Undiscovered over listening to him at any point in his career. Um, I'm not a, like I said, I'm not a Drake fan at all. When I first heard that he had started singing and or rapping, uh, it was my female cousins and we were dropping them off at college. And I was like, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> fast forward. I was extremely happy when he finally bumped into Pusha, and you know how that played out. Now, I will say his last the Scorpion album, I I actually like the rapping side. I will not speak on the R&B side at all. That's very disrespectful. Um, <laughs> for So when I heard about this being released, I did blank stare. I don't even know what album. I don't even know what songs were on that album. I can, honestly, <laughs> well, I don't. Interesting. That is that is very interesting. Oh, uh, my favorite track is it's a tie between successful and uptown. Those are my go tos. Nice. Um, mine is successful and say what's real. Okay. Now, Baylor, I will suggest that you go listen to successful, say what's real, ignorant shit, and uptown. Like those are the four that I would suggest. They're all rapping. There's no singing on those tracks from from Drake. Um, everything else, you know. It's it's a solid listen, but those are the four I would suggest if you so wish to go back and listen to this mixtape. Okay, I, and look, and I and I this is what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go listen. I'm gonna go listen to it. Um, but I'm not gonna lie. The first you want to know the first song, first Drake song I've ever liked was that. <laughs> it was Hotline Bling. <laughs> Oh, it, was, <laughs> it, 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 it was it was highlight blink and then after that i'm like i like the the meek this i thought i thought that was real cool um and then you have to fast forward to uh nice for what and then the track that he got with jay-z and that's and and that's where it kind of like i don't like god's plan non-stop was uh, was okay to me eight out of eight out of ten was was solid to me and then after that it honestly stops i will not lie to you i can't i can't but i love drake as an act a comedian whatever you want to call him phenomenal phenomenal like the skit that he did with will ferrell was i mean perfect this whole this this whole rap career is the best acting job anyone's ever never mind i'll start right there he has collected the infinity gauntlet the gems of hip-hop though that's my that's and that's the thing like I don't want to get into that. This, the, the, today's show is not about breaking down Aubrey. <laughs> no, now, we've done that. I, we've actually eulogized him here. Before. Oh, yeah, we we had to. <laughs> but, so I'm drawing a blank. What's the song he got with Jay-Z? Am I tripping? Uh, yeah, it's the, um, what is it called? Talk It Up? I think that's what it's called. Mm, I think I missed that one. Talk talk Up. Talk Up. It's, it, it, I love it. I ain't going to even lie to you. And he can't. It, it it came at a at a special point because uh this it was like we thought him and Jay you know the the back and forth that we, I guess media created about them going back and forth mm-hmm. and so um I was like I was like Jay Z can actually kill him and then for some reason this track just came out of nowhere and I said oh they did a track together never mind <laughs> right and it was yeah, a, it was, was a good that song was a track on on Scorpion isn't that the one where he talked about um. Talk about somebody dying, like and it happened like a week before. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, uh, it was when, it was when uh, Jay said, uh, "You got triple X uh, died." They, yeah, yeah, they but, X. but yeah, but George Zimmerman, George Zimmerman is still walking around. Oh, yeah. must not have been that good. I don't, I don't remember. We talked about it when we reviewed the album, Johnny. Yeah, I don't remember it now. <laughs> yeah, he said, he, said, he said something like he said he said y'all killed X, but let Zimmerman walk or something like that. Huh. Well, yeah, well, shout shout out to Drake for re-releasing so far going to to streaming services and debuting at number six. I definitely didn't expect for us to talk about him this long, but you know, it is. Hey, but hey, but shout out to Drake for for actually killing Meek, and then just all right, let's get over it, and just you know, so I like that as well. Shout right. out to Drake, man. Shout out. Um, all right, we're gonna take our last break and we'll be back with a new album talk, new music for 2019. 
Hey guys, it's your girl Beck Easy. Hi everybody, it's your girl Joanne. Hey guys, it's Trell and this is The, the team. team. And we want to welcome you into our group chat where we talk any and everything from ABCs of sex to finding your passion. Catch us every other Tuesday on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and YouTube. Because we lit. Take that, take that. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with our last topics of the day. Uh, two chains. Two Chains is coming out with a new album soon, and apparently LeBron James was the A and R for this album. Uh, I guess what are our initial thoughts on this? LeBron James is a A and Ring an album for Two Chains. I'm sad. Sad. Yeah, I'm sad. I'm very sad. Uh, I'm a Lakers fan. <laughs> so what the hell are you doing in the studio right now, Bron? Your groin is not all the way healed. Okay. We're we're ten we're we're two spots out of the eight spots, you know, to go to the playoffs. And you out here putting hooks together, producing tracks. I'm sad. <laughs> hey man, this was LeBron's entire reasoning for going to LA for the inter for the like the entertainment aspect of his career. Like I pers I personally feel like LeBron James mentally has like kind of checked out from basketball. He's just so good that he doesn't even have to think about basketball, but he can still play at the level that he plays at. Yeah, I'm not, my- mad. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it because this is to me. To me, this is like when MJ went to go play baseball. So go ahead and go play baseball, Brian. Go ahead and do that, but come right back, right back. I don't know if he. I don't know if he's coming back, man. Like he, he about to start filming face Space Jam two this summer. Like it's it's over with. It it's may done. Be over with. <laughs> This is gonna. This is gonna be the first time LeBron was not in the playoffs since like his shit rookie year, probably rookie year. Yeah, that that's an insane stat. But come on, man, you just you got you gotta know he don't he don't care no more, man. Uh, we some different type of animals out here. Now going back to two chains, right? Oh, are we looking forward to a two chains album? <sighs> shit, I can't help y'all on this one either. Listen, the way that Two Chains has been hyping this out, he said that this is going to be the album of 2019. I'm excited to see it, whether it's bad, whether it's good, just to see if he can live up to that. If it crashes and burns, I'm there for the show. If it's a good album, then guess what? I listen and I got a good album out of it. Either way, I'm excited to see what he delivers, just for that. That's a fact. Um, Are you guys familiar with Joe Budden's pull-up series on YouTube? Uh Uh-huh. So he he did he actually did a pull up with two chains to talk about this album. Um the album is titled Rap or Go to the League. And Joe Butt Joe so Joe Button has heard the album, right? And he mentioned how different it sounds from previous two chains product products, from previous two chains albums. Like there aren't as many trap beats, it's more boom bapish, if I'm not mistaken. So mm-hmm. I'm very, I'm very interested to hear two chains over boom bap beats. I'm like a boom bap fan. Yeah, same here. So it's like, okay, all right, two chains, like get get give me the shits. Like I'm I'm with all of it. So I'm me hearing that, I'm definitely a little more excited than I was previously for this album. Um, because his last album, Pretty Girls Like Trap Music, was like one of my surprise favorites the year it came out. So yeah, I'm 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 a little excited for this now. I try not to get excited for upcoming releases because you know I don't want to get disappointed. But to hear what I heard for for this upcoming album, yeah, I'm I, can, I think I'm looking forward to it. Can I ask you a question? Like, uh, is that is is he like a guilty pleasure? Kinda, yeah. Okay, that, yeah. then that's understandable because that's how Drake is to me. Yeah. Like I like I'll sneak and listen to Drake uh, like when I'm not around my wife because she knows I don't like Drake. <laughs> So no, I'm I agree with both of you. I, I'm going to listen to it as well, just because I want to see what's going on, and I might like something. Yeah, there you go. So so we'll we'll, we'll see we'll see when that comes out. And I I don't know if this is right, but I think I read somewhere that it's supposed to drop March first. So that's next week. So we'll we'll see. I I still think it's too early for new music in 2019, but I'll listen to it. You know, just because they're like I've I've been trying to cleanse from new music. Just because I consumed so much in 2018, like I'm still trying to purge like all the the bad and non replay music. So I'm still I'm still getting my mind right, but I'm 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 a little excited for this Two Chains album. So next on the docket, we um 
wanted to talk about other athletes and rappers that have uh, collaborated. Now, I haven't. I tried to do some research on this, and I, I I couldn't find anything. Hayes, could you find anything? Oh yeah, I mean, we got Shaq and Notorious B.I.G. for one. Man, that's the best right there. Oh damn, we got Rory Jones Jr. and uh, Mr. Magic from No Limit. Matter of fact, they had a whole group. They had a fire ass track, the Body Headbangers. Oh. Don't, hey, don't forget Roy Jones and Dave Hollister. Exactly. Exactly. No, um, I'm completely lost here. Yeah. Y'all y'all take it. Oh, I was uh, rubbing my hand. When I seen this on the docket, I was rubbing my hands Birdman style. <laughs> uh, uh, Tony Parker and uh, Jamie Foxx. Oh, my God. I forgot about that one. I, I know I'm throwing Damn, a blank myself. Oh, wait. Oh. I remember that Magic and Roy Jones shit. I smoke. I drink. That is it, right? Yeah. Oh, let's not forget that Chris Webber produced songs for Nas. Oh my God! Really? He's taking, he's yes. taking it back. Oh, I'm <laughs> trash. I did, I did not know that. And Webber did spit on. Oh my! I think Webber and Corrupt had a song. I gotta find that. I swear to God, I find out. I'm gonna send it to y'all. Please send it. So yeah. Damn. Oh, but there's more. Clearly, we cannot we, we cannot heavy. forget about. Okay, Dame Dollar recently had had an album, and he had Lil Wayne featured, and it's not bad at all. Dame Dollar and Lil Wayne. Uh, Oladipo is out here snatching oh. up all the women with Trey Songs and Eric Bellinger. That man can sing though. That yeah, man he can. can. That boy got talent. But the opposite side, Kobe Bryant, uh, Brian McKnight, Iverson had a freestyle with Fifty Cent, and Lloyd Banks. Ron Artest, T-Pain, Kobe and Tyra Banks, the worst of all. Uh, KD had a, uh, had a song that he was featured on with Sue Surf, a battle rapper. Yo, what the... Where the hell have I been? How I miss all of this? Boy. <laughs> Damn. And, and, and don't be surprised if you hear a, uh, in the future if you hear a Dave East and KD, because they played with each other on the same traveling team. I should, I should finish that. <laughs> 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 Yeah, but it's definitely out there. Yo, I feel, like I feel incredibly dumb right now. Bro. Jesus Christ! I mean, if I mean, you just if you just want to laugh, just just go to that that Kobe and Tyra Banks. That shit pisses me off all the time. <laughs> Please don't uh, tell me Kobe was singing. Ain't nothing was worse Kobe than Adrian. Singing? No, <laughs> ain't nothing <laughs> worse than the Adrian Bro- Broners of Vachashi freestyle. Like, oh that's... my god. <laughs> Or or the Adrian Broner and Rick Ross, and they got a video to that. Oh man, hold on, I'm writing this shit down so I can <laughs> check it out later. <laughs> oh damn, yo, I'm I'm hella late. Now you mentioned Dame Dollars. That that's Damian Lillard, right? Yeah. Okay, I, I've heard him rap a few times. He he can actually spit. Yeah, like oh, yeah. he can rap. Now Shaq, Shaq has gone platinum, right? Like hasn't Shaq Listen, put out like two or three albums? He went he went double platinum on one. I think he went platinum on I think man, man, did all his albums go platinum? But I but Listen, Shaq got a whole stack, a whole basement full of uh, albums because he bought that shit himself. I don't, I don't believe that. At all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, because it's hard to believe. No, get me wrong, that track was awesome, uh, but that video, oh my, have we grown in technology? <laughs> Jesus! Oh my goodness! Uh, you gotta love us. You have to love us. Sometimes we could do dumb shit like lie about racist beatdowns, but other than that, jeez, <laughs> we so creative. We are very creative. Um, All right, so let me let me ask y'all this last question, right? So, who are some of the best athletes turned rappers? Doesn't necessarily have to be from basketball. Just just best athletes. Period. Turn rappers. I'm in this conversation before oh. I can even go because I'm just going they- off success. Master P gotta be hands down. Like that's oh. it. That's it. Like there's no there's no uh, other part, no reason for conversation. I got a number two though. <laughs> go we got we gotta go with Dave East. Now he didn't make it to the league, but he was actually D one uh D one prospect. He just stopped too early. And KD, you know, vouched for him. So unless yeah. we're talking about that actually made it to the league, then yeah. I mean it's not it's one of one. Oh. Would you put Davies over two chains? Well, you said you don't listen to two chains. Because two chains had an opportunity to go to the league too. If I'm not like he played D1 basketball too at Alabama State. I actually like. I mean, yeah, you might gotta go. It gotta go two chains and then Davies. Hmm. Yeah. Oh uh, y'all, y'all missing the goat though. This is a troll. Y'all missing the goat. 
John John Cena. <laughs> hey, I almost said that. That's crazy because he got platinum albums too. Oh shit! But he, you know, he rapped to white people, so you know, white people gonna buy shit. Yeah, yeah. He did that track with Fifty Cent that put him on. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh my goodness! I'm gonna go back and listen to that Roy Jones and Magic shit. That shit was hard. Yes. Man, we yes, gonna have to throw was. that in the show because that that shit hard. We'll end the like, show with that. One. Cool. Um. All right, man. That's. That's all I got for this week. Y'all, y'all got anything else? I'm done. No, I'm good, man. Take that as a no. Um, so everybody leave the audience with your social medias and then we'll sign off. Hayes. You can follow me at CEO Hayes. Is that CEO H A I Z E? Make sure you follow the Burks Media as well. Uh, that's at the Burks Media. And I am uh Baby the Great. You can also follow me at, at Baby the Great on Twitter and IG. And I'll definitely be listening to Kobe for the rest of the night. <laughs> uh, y'all can follow me on Twitter, J O N two underscores the letter B. Instagram is JBS underscore ESL underscore AAMU. And that has been another episode of The Breaks Radio. And we are out. Peace. Peace. This has been a presentation of The Break Break Media. Some glue I keep a Glock and got a big Glock underneath my hood. I'm from Atlanta, old school, like some great battle. Right up the street from Florida, Tennessee, and Alabama. I keep a work and keep a pistol, cruddy niggas shaded. I hit Louisiana just to say what sound, baby. See, I'm a time of diamonds all up in my watch piece. The wet paint and chrome feet and make them watch me. I smoke and drink, I wanna stop, but I can't. So I guess I'm smoking and drinking all the way to the bank, to the bank. I'm switching lanes, rolling up purple stuff. Cause I'm addicted to drink